0: Want to build a thriving business while making a much bigger impact in the world? By becoming known as an influential voice in your industry? The choice versus just a choice with your ideal client? That's exactly what you're going to learn as I interview business experts, industry thought leaders and entrepreneurs who are in the trenches making their mark so you can too. This is the award-winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hey, it's Anne-Marie. Welcome back to another show. So this show is one that follows on from a series that I did not so long ago, and it was all around lead generation. And the reason I wanted to talk about this topic on this particular episode was because there's some information that I have discovered and I want to share that with you because it's going to impact the way in which we generate leads. And if you have a look at many articles that identify the major reasons why so many businesses struggle, one of the major issues that time and time again is included in those top you know, challenges, top struggles, top issues that businesses deal with is cash flow, not having enough of it, not having enough cash to be able to invest, to be able to just, you know, even uh, the general expenses to, to run a business. So businesses need more cash flow. And one of the ways to solve the issue of cash flow is to get more clients. Kind of makes sense. Get more clients, get more money into your uh, bank account. Obviously, if you're charging enough and and you've got a good profit on uh, what you're charging versus expenses, which is a whole other topic. So getting new clients. But in order to get more clients, what do you need to increase? Well, you need to increase the number of leads that you're generating. And so when I talk about leads, let me distinguish. I'm talking about people who have requested any of your free resources I'm sure you've got an opt-in you might have heard me talk about how I help my clients and and I use what I call your signature system success quiz and it gets them on the journey of recognizing hey I've got an issue Um, what are some of the things that I need to get clarity on you help them go through that quiz and when they finish they realize oh there's a lot of gaps in what I'm doing how do I fill those gaps and obviously your signature system success quiz leads them to your signature system your program, your thought leadership, how you can help your clients fill in those gaps if they say yes to themselves through investing in themselves in your program or your product. So I'm assuming that you have got something that when one of your ideal clients is searching through the internet, listening to your podcast or however way you are communicating your brand, you then share an, a resource with them and they say, yes, that is what I need, and then they're on your list. Or maybe you've shared something and there's a telephone number or there's an email address and they have physically or literally contacted your business and said, I want to find out more information. They have put up their hand for more information and I call that a lead. What a lead is not The people you have on your social media connections, they're not leads. They may be connections, but not all of them are your ideal client. Not all of them are seeing your content. Even people who have engaged or commented on your content, leads are people who have taken an interest and therefore requested information or access to information from you. Now, of course, everybody who puts their hand up for more information, the people on your list... They may not ever purchase from you or some may take some time um, because they're not your ideal client, which is why you want to make sure that your message, it's so clear that it attracts your ideal client so that anyone who does put their hand up or who does contact you because there's an interest in what you're sharing and they think, oh, I I need to find out more about this person and, and more about what they do. Because I think they may have a solution for me. When they do that, they're more likely to be your ideal client because you've got such a clear message. If you've been following me for a while, I will say that over and over again because it's so important. Now, if you have not listened to my special series on lead generation, let me briefly go through each of the episodes you want to go back and find. And if you have gone through them, maybe you want to refresh yourself in 2024 because you realize that, hmm, okay, to get more cash flow, I need to get more clients, and to get more clients, I need to to really ramp up what I'm doing as far as lead generation the right way. And then of course we're going to layer on some more Information today, relevant information that was identified last year from from a source that I do trust. And I'm going to share what that is in a moment because that is just going to, to help you take what you're doing to the next level to ensure that you have the right things in place. So that when you do have an opportunity for your content, for your podcast, whatever you may be doing to share and communicate your brand is going to just attract that person, your ideal, your dream client to take that next step. So let me just briefly go over the episodes you want to go back and listen to. So episode 368, uh, the title was Coaches, the Three Key Stages for the Customer Journey for Your Client Relationship Building Funnel. Go and listen to that one, the three key stages. Very simple. Uh, Hopefully, the way in which I explain information is such a simple way that you go, I get it. I get it. It's not confusing. I get it. I understand it. And I'm going to focus on doing that this year. Okay, so, so episode 368 then three six nine i talk about the five pillars to an optimal client relationship building funnel for coaches now when you hear the word funnel do not be scared this is the different things that you want to have in place so that when you do have an opportunity for your content and information to be noticed by your ideal client, that you've got these five pillars in place so that you can nurture them from, you know, just interested and curious through to, "Mm, I've got to find out more information, through to lead, you know, becoming a warm lead and then nurturing them into a paying client. There's different steps along the way and, and I hope through that episode it's going to give you the information that you need to say to yourself this year I can do it because guess what you can different stages but once we get those steps into place you'll be able to nurture listeners into leads you'll be able to nurture leads into clients paying clients clients who love your work who become um, ambassadors and referral partners for your business because they just love what you stand for they love what you do And they're generating great results and they can't wait to share that with others too. So episode 369, 370, I talk about how to build visibility to generate leads and enrol clients with ease for coaches because I know again that this can be something that's quite – um, confusing, and when you're confused, you don't have clarity on something. You miss things, things that may be uh, so apparent that you are doing something well, but because you don't realize it, and because you're d- distracted, and you think, "Oh, that's not working." I'm going to do do this, and then someone tells you, "Well, now you need to do that." Um, you you just get stretched too thin, and you don't want to be stretched too thin, and you know sitting in frustration. So hopefully that that episode 370 is going to give you more clarity around that. Then in th- episode 373 there were seven exciting sales statistics that will help you build visibility and influence the sale specifically for coaches and consultants. I share some of those because they validate some of the things that I share in the other episodes. You know everything that I do and I share on this podcast, particularly my solo shows I do and share because it's something that I'm doing myself. I'm researching, implementing in my business, um, recommending it to current clients that I'm working with so that they could implement. And so when I see that there's something that really is working and we can see that it's important, that's when I share it with you here on the podcast to recommend that you try this as well. Um, So you know, what I'm sharing with you is not just something that I heard and think, oh, great, I'm going to share it. We're implementing it. And we can see that it is important, such as the information that I'm going to share with you um, in a moment, which again lays, uh, it's a layer on top of what I'm sharing. And for some of you, you may not have had an opportunity to listen to those previous episodes, so I want to bring them to your attention. And if you have already listened to them, I talk about something called layered learning. You may have heard me share that before. Um, Each time we hear something, because we've made a shift Um, And it could be a mindset shift, it could be a practical shift, like we've implemented something in our business. When we hear information again, it lands differently. Because you have a deeper understanding, a deeper awareness, or there is something in your business, and that you think, "Oh, that has been handled. If I add this on top, it's going to give me even more ability to really strengthen what I'm doing." So, I hope that makes sense. And sometimes you can listen to something over and over again, and each time you're picking up new golden nuggets from it. I, I do myself. Um, so, you know, go back and listen to refresh yourself and see what what can we continue to do with intention. Can I do anything even with more intention you know add to what we're doing already or maybe for some of you it is "Mm, okay I listened to that we haven't been doing that already and that's something that I want to focus on in the next 90 days and then the last episode that I want to draw your attention to is episode 386 and that title of the, the podcast episode was lead generation how to track and figure out what's not working now you may want to start off if you're going to listen to the series with that one first because uh, even though I finished off the series with this one, this episode you could also start your journey of lead generation with this one too because it gives you an awareness of what I call the big picture the the overview if you will so that you see how everything can fit together really nicely and then you fill in all of the different steps with the other episodes there is a method to why I'm I'm doing that I'm a teacher at heart and so you know my goal is to break down the information in bite-sized steps in logical steps so that you can learn and apply... Guess what? Have fun along the way because uh, business should not be so difficult. You should be enjoying it at the same time. And so have some fun with this as you are going through those episodes. Now, the in additional information that I want to share and layer on top of that is that a recent study that was conducted by Edelman. Now, Edelman does an annual, what they call, Edelman Trust Barometer. They've been doing that for well over 20 years. In fact, uh, when I looked over some of their previous studies, uh, the, the barometer, in 2020, they actually said, we've been doing this for 20 years. So I'm referring to the 2023 uh, Edelman Trust Barometer. So at that stage, they've been doing this for 20 years three years. And so what they basically do is they interview, they poll people from different nationalities, from different countries, from different levels, and, and go and, and research the research if you want to. For some of you, you find that, that it's really important for you to actually research the research so that it's validated for you. If you need to do that, edelman.com, I believe. But if you type an in E-D-E-L-M-A-N into the search engine, they uh, should come up for you. So anyway, you may have heard me share them about them before because there's things that they do find that I look at and I think, ooh, what do we need to implement into what we're doing? Because the Edelman Trust Barometer measures trust and what is important to people and a body of people when it comes to trust, what is um You know, a shift to trust or mistrust, distrust, you know, when people don't trust anymore, what's kind of been happening in that? And so when we keep our finger in the pulse, we can ensure that what we're doing continues to build trust. We know as business owners, it is so important to build know, like and trust But with all of the things that have been happening, particularly in the last three to four years, uh, trust is something that has become so important and there is a lot more scepticism and there is a lot more... Uh, people who do not trust anymore. And I have to tell you, I am one of those people too. I've never really trusted government and other authority figures. I will do my further research. And as you know, I am a Christian, so I take it straight to the Lord in prayer. And I look at what the Bible tells me. And if I cannot find where the Lord says, it ain't happening. Okay, so why should we trust information that Edelman provides that's a good question to ask we should never take something on face value should we Uh, I can't believe how you know anyway it's a whole other topic but how bodies of people trusted institutions without asking critically why is that that's never really been happened before or that's gone against everything that they've ever ever said Um, and so for me my alarm bells go up but anyway let's ask the question why should we trust what Edelman um, is saying now number one I use Edelman as a gauge, just a gauge because they keep their finger on the pulse when it comes to trust and what I tend to do is look at what they're doing and then I put it through some other filters and here's some other filters that I do. This is my critical thinking um, hat or lens, if you will. So secondly, I also keep my eyes and ears open to what other businesses are saying. uh, From my own mentors and my own mentors are seven- and eight-figure businesses, Uh, I'm hearing and seeing what they're experiencing and what they're seeing and and sharing, um, along with also what I'm seeing, what other people are saying as well. And thirdly, you and I are consumers too, but I don't know about you but my purchasing behavior especially when it comes to investing in mentors, professional development, um what I am being told is good for my health and well-being or not, that has changed. It has become even more Steadfastly, there are certain let's just say mandates that I thought, Mm-mm, no, not happening for me, mate. So if you get my drift, for some of you, and now we can see that there's a reason for that. There is so much, you know, distrust when it comes to government and health authorities and and all of that, and for good reason. Where many are being exposed now to not be truth tellers, and the media. That's another um, area that Edelman looks at we thank goodness are not as trusting of, as what is being shared on media because we know that yes mistruths can be shared and what is being labeled misinformation now so all of that when it comes to Edelman has been monitoring that and we're seeing that people are far less trusting they're far more discerning and I do a lot more research as well. And so, what about you? You are a consumer. Do you trust people when they say, "Yeah, that's good for you. Yeah, that's you know that's safe and effective," or do you go, "No, I'm just going to take I'm just going to take some time and uh, see how this lands." What What is your buying uh, style, your purchasing style, or or any style actually? Do you have um, you know information that you filter through first uh, when it comes to being told whether something is like a marketing strategy or, or anything actually. You and I are consumers too. So, when we look at what the Edelman Trust Barometer has said, especially when you look over many, many years, and they do give a bit of a snapshot over, um, you know, each year and what kind of theme was apparent for for each year, you can see that the things that impact our trust has very much to do with perception of government, perception of institutions, perception of our peers and our employers – Uh, perception of different countries and what's happening, all of that impacts and can impact our levels of trust or what constitutes trust, what needs to be in place as we, do, you know, build trust in an authority or in an organisation. And of course, you and I are a brand, we are an organisation, maybe a smaller organisation, but we still can put ourselves in the areas of business, a brand. So we need to know what do we have to have in place in order to enable us to build trust with our potential clients. And just going back over, let's just go back to maybe um, 2017 because um, I think that'll allow us to kind of capture and see what's leading up to the 2023 and that's what I want to talk about the findings in that or some of the findings not all of them because it's it's quite an in-depth study so 2019 was trust at work looking to employers 2017 let's go back 2017 trust in crisis there were things that were happening that um, impacted trust. Then in 2018, the title of or or the the theme of the study was The Battle for Truth. Then in 2019, this is what I mentioned earlier, this was Trust at Work – Um, individuals really didn't trust the media anymore. They didn't trust government anymore. i just tell you that both of those mm -mm, wasn't really trustworthy. If you go back to some of my other episodes, you'll realise why I started podcasting, because there was such doom and gloom back in 2008 with the global financial crisis. We we thought we needed to be the voice of hope and inspiration um, amongst all of this doom and gloom. Well, we know now that uh, the mainstream media... Not all, of course, but most – Still doing the same old same old with with uh, their fear mongering. So anyway, I digress. But you can kind of see that this has been going on for not just decades, but many many years. Um, this influence of 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 creating fear, and so that impacts trust. And you know, we want to make sure that uh, we do everything we can to mitigate that, so that we can really nurture uh, and build relationships with our ideal clients. Okay, so two nineteen was trusted work looking to employers. In 2020, trust um, was constituted by competence and ethics. Both of those were really important. And that's really exciting when you think about um, from the point of view of building thought leadership, you know, your unique, uncopyable um, experience and message and expertise and core values, all of that make up that and so much more. But that was so important, competence and ethics. In 2021, trust continues to decline after a year of unprecedented disaster and turmoil. Um, in 2022 crisis of leadership trust declines people were looking for leadership and solutions as they were rejecting talking heads who did not deem to be credible from all of our societal leaders and we know what was happening over you know 2020 2019, 2020 2021 22 um, trust in 2022. Trust in information sources were at low records, including search engines, traditional media, own media, social media as well, and so people were really granting their trust ba- based on two distinct attributes: the competence, and that was delivering on promises. And as businesses, we can ensure that we're competent by delivering what we say that we will, and ethical behaviour was doing the right thing. And if that ...impacts to improving society... ...then that was really important... And, um, you know, the trust barometer there really revealed that for institutions, um, businesses that were seen as both competent and ethical businesses uh, was ranking the highest, holding a massive 54-point edge over government as an institution, um, NGOs as well. But again, media and government were both perceived as incompetent and unethical. There you go. 2023, what is the title of this one? The collapse of the person purchase funnel and the purchase funnel is the customer journey and as we know the customer journey is a sequential steps a potential client takes in order to build know like and trust with you and i summarize those into three stages the awareness building stage the consideration stage and the decision stage again go back to the lead generation uh, series that i did And so here are the things that I want to draw your attention to that you want to make sure are in place in 2024, especially when it comes to your customer journey and the things that you are doing to nurture and influence. And I mean influence in the most of integral way. Um, When I talk about influence, I'm not talking about shady influence where you're trying to pull someone. You are and I'm assuming that's why you're listening to this episode, if you're a coach or a consultant, you've got a body of knowledge and expertise you know can support your ideal clients. And so when you're influencing, all you're doing is you're helping someone understand that it's the right choice for them. You're the right person, the right expertise, the right time so that they can make the best informed decision for them. So that's what I talk about influence. It's done with integrity, done with confidence so I kind of think with ethical as, as being in, integrous as well, being integrity, having the highest of integrity. Okay, the need for trust rises. It is so important because people are so sceptical now. 71% of people says it's more important to trust a brand that they buy and use than in the past. So I want to ask you, how trustworthy are you? Are you building trust? That's where it's so important when it comes to clarity on your brand and your message and your offering within the marketplace and the value you offer along with the consistency in sharing your message across whatever platform or ways that you are engaging with your potential clients and remember it's both clarity and consistency because if you're not clear on that message and what makes you unique and uncopyable and what's brilliant about you why you are the choice for your ideal client if you don't have the clarity and your message isn't clarifying that because you're not sure on it but you're consistently sharing your message you're consistently sharing a confusing message so you have to have clarity first and then consistency so that you know that the message you are consistently sharing is building over time the momentum that you need that's my formula for success I've talked about that on previous episode clarity plus consistency over time and equals building the momentum you need because, of course, you start generating leads, more and more leads who are going through your nurturing sequence and building no like and that very important trust. Now, what also is important is relevance and authenticity. They are more important than ever. I've talked about authenticity till the cows come home. I don't know if you guys have got a saying if you're overseas, but it means a a lot. My brand archetype, my leading brand archetype is Explorer. And Explorer is all about being authentic. What's authentic for you, your story, your journey, your purpose, your calling. That's what I'm all about. And that's what I help my clients to discover. And of course, relevance why are you relevant and again that goes back to clarity of your message and being um, so clear and understanding who your ideal client is why i talk about lucrative niching why that's in my core business foundations program to help people understand what that is for them so brands who attempt to engage with people this is the results often go wrong when they lack relevance 76 percent of people said yes that was true and when it comes to authenticity 51% said, yep, brands who were attempting to engage with them often went wrong when it comes to authenticity. So 51% of businesses out there, so over half, um, are lacking relevance and are not authentic. So there you go. Let's hope that you're not part of that 51% or 76%. Another point that was raised by this study the actions of a brand, the actions that you take, can build trust. So customers who directly engage with brands, those interactions showed them whether they could trust a brand to be competent. Seventy percent said yes. To do with ethical, um, you know, behaviours and 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 standing, sixty percent with yes said yes, and relevance. 59 percent so that ask that leads me to ask you how are you interacting with your potential clients and are you consistently sharing a message that shows you to be competent are your actions and the delivery of your programs are they continuing to confirm that you're competent because you know the the things you're teaching and sharing and 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 doing that they're helping clients um 70 percent of people said yes so I'm hoping that that you do have those things in place And again, are you continuing to be ethical and integrous and relevant? That's so important. So, you know, this could be to do with podcasts that you're sharing and newsletters that you're sharing and follow-up emails, your opt-in, your resource, all of those different things. What events are you holding and running? Are you doing live challenges? Are you doing webinars? I'm going to be doing a lot more uh, of that now too, now that we've got our technology all set up in place and so you know this is what you need to focus on too: your actions your the way in which you're engaging and interacting with your potential customers along the customer journey and the things that you do are so more important so very important to build trust now other things that i want you to consider as well that i'm observing that again ties in to what anyone has found and i want to finish off this episode by sharing as we kind of uh, wrap up the buying cycle of your ideal clients has increased and that is because the need to have trust so your potential customers are doing their research and they're far more skeptical so you want to make sure that you have a solid robust follow-up system in place and a lot of that can be automated you know all of the things you have to have that clarity and the consistency in your message so that when people are listening to your podcast episodes or they go to a live or you do a webinar or they're reading your follow-up emails or you're sending them your regular newsletter it all consistently puts you as a thought leader and when I talk about thought leadership I'm not saying you're better than everyone else you are better placed to support your ideal client because of your unique and uncopyable experience knowledge expertise for your ideal client so don't don't freak out when I say the word thought leadership I'm not a thought leader you are for your ideal client you are and if you're not clear on that yet you need to speak with me let's work together um, so that we can this year really help you clarify what that is for you now um, Edelman showed that 58% of people are doing more research and 58% of people are making fewer impulse purchases. This goes back to the buying cycle is increased. Your client, your dream client is craving authenticity and connection more before. That goes back to what I was talking about. You know, the the fact that so many, 51% of um, respondents in the, the study that Edelman did said that the businesses and the brands they engage with weren't authentic. Your ideal client is buying based on your core values and what you and your company stands for, and that's so important. In fact, that goes right back to Edelman's study back at in 2019, where people were really looking to employers. They thought, government's not doing it. Other associations and organisations aren't doing it. And I'm talking about NGOs and so forth. We want to look at what our employees are doing, because we're trusting them more. So, as a brand you need to be really you know clear on your core values your core values as a CEO of your business and the core values of your business too and they may be similar they may be the same but I'm pretty sure when we have a look at your core business values there's going to be some clear values that are quite unique and distinct from you as the CEO and you've got to be clear on that because if you going to attract a team even a small contractor team you need to be able to clarify what those core values are of your organization so that your team members can exude that can agree with that can work towards that and the consistent message and interaction that everybody who is involved in your business continues to exude and and live out those core values of your brand and that's important it's important because study edelman has has identified that other sources have identified that that's important too people will buy or not buy or stop buying if all of a sudden you're doing something they think oh that is just not aligned with my core values trust and relationships that you are building are your greatest assets I'm going to finish with that, but I will just say, if you, after listening today, recognise that, hey, I need to get clearer on all those things, can I encourage you to either reach out to me, email me, in, you know, info at com, or go to our website, Industry Thought Leader Academy, go and check out the Core Business Foundations program there, have a look for that, because of all of the things that I shared today, you realise you've got to either get into place or you need to take it to the next level then the core business foundations program is something that I can highly recommend we work on together. So hope this was another valuable episode for you. If it was, leave a comment, leave a rating on um, Apple's because if you would, I'd love you to do that. That would give us feedback uh, to make sure that we are providing the relevant information for you or or again, connect with me on any of the social channels. Let me know that you listened to today's show. I would love to find out more about your uh, your business, about what you're doing and and so reach out to me. Would love to uh, to find out more about you too. Anyway, I'm going to leave it here. I've got a coaching call happening in about uh, 60 seconds. So I'm going to wrap up and wish you a wonderful day no matter where you are in the world. Bye for now. Hey, it's marie Before I go, are you a coach or a consultant who feels like the world's best kept secret? Your experience is vast, yet secretly you're frustrated because despite all of your hard work, you're just not getting the visibility, the recognition, or new clients you'd hope for, and you don't know why? I've created a free resource that'll help you build visibility, generate leads, and enroll dream clients with ease because you're seen as a trusted authority, even in a crowded marketplace, and you've positioned yourself as the choice versus just a choice for your dream client. To get started, go to annemariecross.com forward slash gift. That's annemariecross.com forward slash gift.